smartcast.com This is the morning brief from the Economic Times produced in collaboration with avaaz.com Increasingly social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook have become the arena for everyone to air their opinions and seek justice or vengeance. It is now a tool that gauges freedom of expression. The authorities and these social media companies are grappling over when opinion becomes a threat to an individual or a nation. From the Economic Times, I'm Devina Sengupta and you're listening to The Morning Brief. I've invited Apar Gupta, Executive Director for Digital Advocacy Group, Internet Freedom Foundation, and Anumeha Chaturvedi, who tracks the social media sector for the Economic Times. Good morning, Apar and Anumeha, and thank you for being with us on this podcast. Good morning. Apar, we'll start with you. Apar, how has this ban on mobile internet services in some areas or blocking of social media handles impacted India's image on internet freedom? I think it's impacted us quite severely because uh, if you notice that the farmer protests by itself are a much more complex issue in which a high degree of education knowledge is necessary for people to say that which side they are on and it's very complex in terms of how would the market side impacts affect farmers so there's a high degree of nuance however with respect to internet shutdown it's very easy to gather that it's disproportionate shutting down the internet seems something which is very draconian and these internet shutdowns which have only been increasing over a large number of time india possibly ranking in the top country in terms of the frequency and number who do it globally these articles around the farmer protests which uh, are documenting these instances have also garnered international press attention and in fact were the underlying news stories which were tweeted out by Rihanna uh, as well as Greta Thunberg so i think it's impacted our image not only in terms of internet freedom but also as a democratic country for fundamental rights which of course would also um, extend to how uh, our society is more and more adopting technology anumeha important points raised out there by apar but uh, tell me you have been reporting on missives being sent by the government to twitter how do you see a company like twitter reacting to this sure so we have seen that the farmer protests matter has been increasingly gaining more significance on twitter over the past one week and while there are other social media platforms on which these posts and accounts are also uh, are present twitter has been at the forefront of these developments uh, with several celebrities coming out in favor and against the farmer protests and the new farm laws the developments have also led to the government expressing its concerns about certain handles and urls on the platform that it thinks could disrupt public order Uh, Twitter did respond to the initial order of blocking over 250 URLs and accounts but it suspended some accounts temporarily. Twitter said initially that it was doing so under its company withheld content policy after getting a valid legal request from the government. But it said that in subsequent meetings with officials it conveyed to them that the posts were newsworthy and constituted free speech and were unwithheld. 
right anumeha and the government actually subsequently asked for about 1000 accounts to be blocked right and to which twitter issued a statement on monday saying it was guided by principles of transparency and empowering the public conversation apart uh, what we are reading more and more is a lot of the concentration is on twitter now why is twitter becoming so important it has far fewer users than let's say a facebook divina uh, the uh, issue why twitter has become the prime focus for these directions which have been issued by government seeking suspension of user accounts despite the relatively low number of users on twitter by itself is because twitter has been quite an active social media network due to its ecology of having high number of people from the press especially internationally it has also been a venue for heads of state diplomatic missions to engage in a level of diplomacy and cultural exchange and despite it itself having a low number of users feeds other news ecosystems which may include broadcast media but also newspapers where news first breaks it has to do with the design of it being a micro blogging platform the ease of which you can integrate video within it graphics within it and also its ability for ordinary users to interact with each other as well as really important people who hold public profiles or verified handles finally i think why twitter is also important is it's not only a platform quite simply it is a place where news quite often is created right but tell me something apart it all started you know with this whole us election and call for bans and raising questions and now the questions are being raised on freedom of speech how tough is it going to be for twitter in india because india is a very important market for twitter so uh, with respect to the uh, us elections it wasn't such a issue with the us elections it was subsequent to the us elections when the results were announced and there was a insurrection around washington dc and the capitol building twitter was significant at that point in time because it was providing not only a level of confidence to the people who were participating in the insurrection but also a soft level of uh, falsification of information as well as efforts to organize a wider protest which itself in its very nature was violent and disputing the outcome of a democratically valid uh election now uh by itself at that point in time twitter was not by itself uh, sent any kind of uh, uh directions for suspending user accounts in fact uh, if you look at the subsequent prosecutions which have happened they are focused on the specific individuals who have indulged in acts of violence during the course of that insurrection uh secondly there were no internet shutdowns either Uh, which were caused during uh, uh, this insurrection, which did take place. Now, when one looks at what's happening in India, the directions which have been sent to Twitter, firstly, are secret. They are not being made available in the public domain, so one does not know the number, the specific accounts, as well as the reasons why these accounts have been sought to be suspended. One also does not know whether. only twitter accounts which would mean that the 
entire user account as opposed to the individual tweets. And the latter would mean the specific uh, uh, Twitter comment uh, is sought to be directed to be removed from Twitter. Now, uh, we saw, as Anumeha explained earlier, uh, when you did put a, and pose a question that the accounts itself had been suspended for observable period initially and then reinstated. And then subsequently, another demand has gone by the government and Twitter is in fact stating that it will not be possible for it to suspend these accounts. Now, given the secrecy around this order, one does not know what it is. So there's a high amount of speculation as to the reasons why these accounts are being directed to be suspended because there needs to be a degree of specificity. Each account may not have tweeted the same thing. And secondly, why the accounts and why not the individual tweets? So a lot of questions arise and there is a degree of understandable confusion because all we have are off-record comments as well as observable public behavior on the platform and as well as the news reporting which is emanating from it. True that, but when you are talking to your sources in companies, Anumeha, how do you see or how do they tell you the deadlock getting resolved? So now a lot depends on how Twitter responds to these government orders. The government has clearly expressed its concerns about certain accounts and handles, and it expects Twitter to comply as you know the government states that it is an intermediary and is obliged to do so under Section 69A of the IT Act. So a lot depends on how Twitter responds to these concerns, whether it plans to take legal recourse or it complies with the government orders. True. Uh, apart, my final question to you is, you know, time and again, say, Section 69A of the IT Act is invoked. But how long can this go on? How do you see the stalemate uh, getting resolved? Can Twitter actually agree to what the Indian government is saying at the cost of what it stands for as company rules? Or can it just go ahead and just simply say, okay, fine, in this country, if I have to have my platform, this is the rules and regulations and I have to follow them. So I don't think so. It's a binary as well. I think there can be further uh, opportunity for resolving this. Uh, but uh, if, uh, let's say that a country obligates a foreign platform, uh, which is based out of the United States, or even if uh, it's based out of India, but follows uh, international human rights standards of, at the very least, the legal order directing that uh, there needs to be a user account which needs to be disabled. And that order is passed without even giving a notice or opportunity of a defense to the actual user, then one itself needs to question what form of law is this. Section 69A, which are the directions for blocking, also include an emergency power in which I think I've, I anticipate this is what was used uh, as per the procedure. Right. So even under that emergency power, which is under rule line of the blocking rules, the government is obligated after directing that uh, any piece of content needs to be disabled, a website needs to be blocked, or a social media post needs to be removed, uh, should afford a reasonable opportunity to the actual user to, uh, act, uh, to come present its defense because it constitutes a violation of uh, its fundamental right to freedom of speech and expression. Right. What I'm trying to say is that Twitter as a platform and an intermediary is a medium. The actual content, 
the actual illegality, if any, has been caused by the end user, the social media user. And the government essentially has a grievance with them. Here, for Twitter to be put in a situation where it is representing the fundamental right to freedom of speech and expression for an end user is less than ideal, not only for Twitter, but even for our rule of law and assist of, of democratic uh, rights, in which the person who's most directly impacted, who's the author or the publisher or the uh, writer of that uh, tweet, and, uh, and some accounts included press publications or farmer unions, need to at least be given a chance of presenting their side of their defense, and also it will bring a greater degree of scrutiny and limitation to any kind of factual inaccuracy which may creep into these orders, because we also saw observably that one or two accounts were blocked in errors as per, uh, as per news reports itself. So let's please uh, understand that it does not have to be a confrontation. There are ways to resolve this. All censorship may not be awful, but it needs to be carried on with democratic checks and processes. Two extremely important points raised by both Anumiha and Apar out there, that uh, there doesn't have to be a binary solution. It's not your word versus my word. In many cases, there are parameters. It is a subjective situation where there can be errors, there can be threats, but at the same time, an overall banning or plugging of sites may not help. Thank you, Apar and Anumeha, for helping us understand what is the middle ground that both authorities and social media platforms can reach. When the medium of news is your social media handle, the publisher, the government and the platform have an equal yet complex responsibility in ensuring that conflicting opinions aid democracy without hindering security. I'm Devina Sengupta and you've been listening to The Morning Brief. This episode was edited by Indulekha Arvind and Bhavya Dilip Kumar and coordinated by Bhavya as well. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Do send in your feedback to the morning brief at timesgroup.com and share the episode on your social media networks. The morning brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a nice day ahead. dot com